Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Talking With You. And I know it's been a long time since, you know, my last episode. And, you know, the reason for it is because, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff in my life recently. You know, internship, just been um, working out more. I've been doing a lot of um, self-improvement type of things. And just doing a lot of planning for the rest of the summer. But, yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, life just gets in the way of the things you want to do, you know. Um, obviously, it's it's all in the name of like self improvement. You always just want to keep improving your life, keep doing things that you want to do. And you know, I just really wasn't able to find time to do certain things. But fortunately, you know, right now I have some time on my hands, so hopefully, I'm able to record this episode. Okay, so now let's talk about the reason for this episode. The reason for this episode is because I went on a trip to Mexico about a month ago. All right, so just a brief overview of the trip. I went with my roommate, Carlos, and we went for about 10 days. And we drove from College Station, Texas, to El Paso, which took about 9, 10 hours. And and we crossed the um, into Mexico through the border, and we went to Juarez, and we spent about two days there. And then we flew from Juarez, Mexico, to Mazatlan, Mexico and spent about seven days in Mazaclan. And then after that, we flew back and then we crossed again and then we drove back the same day. And I would say the trip cost about, I would say a thousand dollars give or take. So I would say like considering it was around a 10 day trip, a thousand dollars, that's pretty cheap for a trip. So I wanted to separate this podcast, this episode into two sections. So one section I wanna talk about exactly what we did on the trip and on the second one, I just wanted to talk about like maybe some lessons that I like thought about that I've had a chance to reflect on. So in Horrors, I was able to go to a couple of places in Horrors. I was able to obviously try out a lot of different foods. And I would say that the foods that I tried, I obviously I love food a lot. I love eating food, I like discussing food, and I love taking pictures of food. And if you really wanted to see like some of the pictures I've taken, you know. On my snap, I posted like almost everything that I um, ate. And, you know, I think I'm eventually posting them on my uh, Instagram as well. And, you know, both my parents are chefs. So like I grew up around a lot of cooking shows. So that's why I kind of like love cooking as much as I do. I love eating food. I love cooking food. And, you know, because my parents own a buffet too. So it's kind of like ingrained in me that I just eat a lot of food myself. But I will say specifically one thing that I would give to Texas, specifically, I would guess it would be Texas, is that I do think the birria we have here in Texas is better than in Mexico, to me at least. Just because, to me, I felt like um, the the consomme and the birria in Mexico, it was just a more of a natural tasting. Like, it just tasted, like, obviously cleaner. But to me... I guess for like in Mexico, it was more of like an everyday thing. So like they don't want to like add all the extra like oil and all the extra like the fatty parts of it. But I guess for me, I don't eat birria enough for it to like matter to me because I only eat it like I was like I haven't had it in like a couple of months actually, but like a month ago since Mexico. But like I usually wouldn't eat it for like a very long time. So to me, like obviously if I'm going to be eating Birria, like I don't care like how fatty it is or like how bad it is for you. I'm just eating it because I want the taste of it, you know. So like that's why like I would say like in Texas, to me it tastes better just because 
there's so much more extra like fat and stuff like that because uh, I would say like me and my roommate um, one time we went to get uh, birria and we got the consomme and in Texas uh, we left it in the fridge like the consomme in the fridge uh, the day after and like it kind of had that layer of fat on top and like that obviously shows you like you know all the like the fats and stuff in it but I feel like the birria in Mexico it probably wouldn't have had as much like that's that's just how I thought of it and like that I guess that's an example of how I feel like it's a difference okay so then I also had a hot dog and then I had um, some elote, some real authentic elote with white corn. So the hot dog, let's start with the hot dog. The hot dog was an amazing hot dog. It was wrapped in bacon and it had uh, cheese on it. It had onions on it. It had everything on it. And honestly, it was just like a really good hot dog. It was just, you know, you probably could have the same thing in this in the U.S. You know, it'd be the same thing. It was just Everything that you can imagine, like just everything you can throw on a hot dog, it's just that. Okay, so elote. So controversial opinion on it. I feel like it's good if it was a smaller portion. Like obviously it was just in a cup, but to me at least it was just a lot of butter. Like too much butter. I felt like there was at least a stick of butter in what I had. Like obviously um, I think the white corn it tasted it obviously tasted different but like i don't feel like it, w it was in any like different than what we have in the states though to be honest like i really couldn't taste the difference in that uh i just felt like it was a lot of it was a good experience because like obviously because we went to this park it was called like bruna park and it was really cool like just to go and see like all the people there but I would say that it just, I, I felt like that look that had a lot of butter on it. And it was just, I, I just, I just felt like it hurt my stomach a little bit after that's, that's kind of the, like my consensus of it. Like for sure it was good to try it, but I don't know if I would eat it again, I would say. Okay. So that's kind of like the extent of the food that I kind of ate in uh juarez for the first time we were there because obviously we had to go back to juarez to you know get back into the u.s but that's kind of the extent so then when we went to mazaclan so i would say most of the food there was just we had tacos we had tacos and we had tacos and then we had seafood in between and let's i would say it was a very unique experience. I would say there's a lot of seafood because obviously we were by the ocean. We were by the ocean, so it's kind of like, obviously we we're going to try a lot of the seafood. And I thought that a lot of the seafood was, is very fresh. One of the things that really stood out to me, at least, was that um, we had, so we had some real like ceviche and I didn't realize that it was going to be raw. Like, I, like it was kind of an interesting experience because like, obviously they're going to tell you like that it's safe, but like in your mind, at least you're gonna be wondering like, oh, like, you know, am I gonna get sick from it? I also, I ultimately don't think that like that was, I, I don't think that got me sick. Um, like maybe like, maybe felt a little bit different, but like it maybe it's just cause like the lack of vegetables. Cause I would say that when we were there, we didn't really eat that many vegetables. I would say the, the extent of the vegetables you're gonna get there, unless you're really trying to seek it out is gonna be um, onions, <laughs> tomatoes, jalapenos and avocado i would say like that's your quote-unquote vegetables that you're gonna get it 
there. I, there's really nothing that you can really do other than like if you really want vegetables, I guess you could order a salad. Because like on the menus, I don't think there was really anything other than salads that were like, I guess, vegetable specific. No, they're not going to give you like broccoli or anything like that. I don't think I, I saw broccoli there unless you go into a supermarket. But I mean, if you're only if you're in Mexico, I mean, I feel like you should just eat whatever you want and just have fun with it. Because that's kind of what I did, you know, like whenever I'm on vacation or like I'm somewhere that I'm usually not, I'm going to just eat whatever I want. And, you know, just I have the understanding in my head that like, you know, this is not a this is not a common occurrence for me. I'm trying to eat as many meals as I can and just try to eat as many different foods as I can and experience different things. So I would say the ceviche was very unique because it was raw. And, you know, I had never eaten raw shrimp in my life. And I would like, I don't know, that, that was just a really interesting experience. Like it just like I guess the texture just kind of threw me off, too, because, you know, raw sh like cooked shrimp kind of like has more, uh, I guess, crunch to it a little bit and the raw shrimp was kind of like really soft so like it was kind of it's kind of weird taste in my mouth but you know it was a cool experience that but uh we had oysters those are really good oysters we had we had a lot of shrimp i would say like mocajate i had it twice which is kind of like just a um a mortar and it was just like cheese at the bottom and then it was just like a tomato based sauce things like that and I guess like I just really tried a lot of different foods. We had a lot of um, beer. We had a lot of uh, specifically we had Pacifico, which is um, a type of beer that was brewed there. I thought that was really cool that like that it, there, it was brewed there. And then we got to try it. And I guess like it kind of tasted like I just saw light beer. It was just light beer because we had the Pacifico light and it was it was not bad because it kind of grew on me because I'm not really a beer person. I, I would say I'm more of a wine person. But, you know, it kind of grew on me as, you know, the days went on. I kind of just drank more and more of it. And, you know, I kind of got used to it. And I, I think by the end, I kind of did end up liking it. So that's kind of like the extent of the food for Mazaclan. And then back when we drove back to Juarez, um, I had a torta and a turkey. Uh, we had turkey ass in it. And, you know, that's it was it was good. It was uh, really fatty. And it was, it was I think it was called a super torta. And it was like 10 layers of different meats on it. Pretty cool. Um, also, I had a burrito. Pretty cool experience as well. I would say that the burritos there are different from what we have here. Because I had it with a picadillo inside, which is kind of like a mash of like different meats. I had that and it was it was it was good. It was good. Like, but it was just different because like it's kind of not like wrapped away like in the US. Like, you know how it's kind of like an egg roll, you wrap it and then you you fold in both sides and you keep wrapping it. And it's kind of like, it's a vessel. There, it's kind of like they fold it twice. It's kind of like a rolled taco. They don't fold the sides in and then they just give you a paper to hold it in. Um, so I would say that's different. The burritos are different. But so um, I guess next is the lessons learned. So. I would say that this is not specific to like Mexico, but this is something that like I've thought about. So just give an example, like let's say AC. So in the US, you know, we think about AC as just, you know, it's a common thing that, you know, everywhere you go, there's gonna be AC. Like that's, that's just what we think about. But, you know, from the places that I've been, you know, in 
Africa, you know, obviously some places didn't have AC and, you know, in Mexico, uh, I would say most of the places it was just outdoors and there was no AC. It was just really made me like humble. I would say that it made me really like, you know, it had to click inside of you where you had to think about how other people just didn't have that. And they just had to deal with that every single day. And it just made, it just really made me like appreciate what I have here much more because we can always get, you know, stuck up on everything that we're doing every single day. You know, we, we obviously always are, you know, trying to do something else, you know, whether we're on our phones, we're always in our own little worlds, but you know, it's always good to like, just think about what other people in the world are doing and, you know, just appreciate the things you have, like the phone you have in your hand. Most people don't, have that most people can't afford that the ac that you have in your house most people can't afford that obviously we're always going to be thinking about the things that we don't have in life because you know obviously we're human beings we're always going to want more things because that's the thing that makes you human you humans are cons like at, in the natural state like if you're going to like let a human being just you know live a very like i guess comfortable life they're always going to want more and they're always gonna demand more just just like as a consumer because that's just kind of like the society that we built here in the US you know we as a customer you're always gonna demand more and better things and you're gonna you're gonna want the best improvements you're gonna want the latest phone you're gonna want the best of everything and that's why like I would say like it's it's, it's always good to like you know always just try to escape from that and go somewhere where you can just appreciate the simpler things in life kind of and just not always have to be focused on what you're doing here i'll say like that's one thing about like just going to different places is that it really does make you feel like everyone does i feel like everyone thinks that like they're obviously the most important person in the world and like to a certain extent you're you're your own world like everyone is just a part of your story but you know you're you're obviously the main character in your story but everyone has their own book too so your your book is not necessarily more important than someone else's that's something to keep in mind i'll say like that's one thing about like just going to different places is that it really does make you feel like everyone does i feel like everyone thinks that like they're obviously the most important person in the world and like to a certain extent you're you're your own world like everyone is just a part of your story but you know you're you're obviously the main character in your story but everyone has their own book too so your your book is not necessarily more important than someone else's that's something to keep in mind and you know i feel like whenever you do travel i feel like that's just something that you know you have to remind yourself that you're not the most important person in the world the, if if you know if things if you weren't here tomorrow if if one person in this world wasn't here tomorrow like obviously the world would mourn but it wouldn't um it wouldn't affect the world in that matter for it to stop and i think that's good and bad to keep in mind it's good to keep in mind because you know you you don't have to like that means like you don't have to rely on other people because you know not one thing i would say like that another thing to keep in mind is that 
we don't realize how many like rights we give our own citizens in this country, you know, in comparison, because over there is like the government rules everything here, at least like in a way, like you can kind of fight back over there. It's kind of like you, you don't mess with the government and obviously it's good to always want to improve your society, but to a certain extent, you need to realize that like you already have it pretty good. That like you should appreciate that, but also obviously fight for more. But it's good to recognize where you stand in this world, at least, in the sense that like if you make thirty thousand dollars in the U.S., you are the top one percent of the world. So out of 7 billion people, you are the top 1%. Obviously, if you're comparing yourself $30,000 in the U.S. as a whole, yes, you're the in poverty level. But, you know, perspective. Perspective always does matter as well. And with that, I just wanted to thank y'all for listening to this episode of Talking With You. I really appreciate you spending time out of your day to listen to me talk. Yeah.